Shalom to all. Today's office is Yerushalmi Shvi, Daf Mem Hey, and we are starting the top line with the words Amosai Hitmeya, and the Vilzer Sadaf is near the beginning of Tezayin Omer Beis. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Yaakov Moshe, Her Nishama should have an Aliyah. Now the Gemara was in the middle of discussing what din Ashkelon has. Is it part of Eretz Yisrael or not? On one hand, part of the board of Eretz Yisrael was listed as Ginayid the Ashkelon, the gardens of Ashkelon, implying that Ashkelon itself is a Chutzla Aretz. However, it was Paskin that it does not have classic Thomas Eretz Amim like Chutzla Aretz does because it was conquered by Elam Mitzrayim, giving it some sort of Kedusha. So Gemara continues asking, the proper girsa is Medure Akum. From when does it become Tame? Because of Medure Akum, the dwelling places of non-Jews. And let's just pause here for a second and explain. So in Eretz Yisrael, homes belonging to non-Jews have the din of Oil HaMes, because they would bury their stillborn and miscarried children inside their homes. Now this applies only once the non-Jew lives in the house for 40 days, because that's how long it takes for a child to form. And this Gezerah does not apply to Chutzl Aretz, because there's a general tome applying to Chutzl Aretz anyway. And the question here in the Gemara is regarding Ashkelon. Since its din was changed in the middle from being considered full-fledged Chutz Aretz to at least partially being Eretz Yisrael, so when does the Gzair of Medurus Akum kick in? Only 40 days after this new status of Ashkelon? Or right away? So Gemara tells us, Amar Simon, Amar Simon says, Misha Tisha Gzair Yom. From then, the Gzair took place only 40 days later. Meaning only once Ashkelon got the din of being more or less like Eretz Yisrael, 40 days later, the Gzair of Medurus Akum kicked in. However, Amar Vimer Vimer said, Wasn't it a mistake that we treated Ashkelon like it was Chutz once they decided that Ashkelon was like Eretz Yisrael, it turns out that retroactively it was like Eretz Yisrael the entire time. Elo, rather, says Rebirmiah, miyad hitmeya mishom, again, the proper girsa is, midiri ha'akom. Really, the moment that Ashkelon was decided that's considered part of Eretz Yisrael, non-Jewish homes have this din of midiri ha'akom. I think Mark continues discussing this. Amar of Manor of Manor says, Loichein Amar of Yaakov Baracha B'Shem Reb Zeira, the name of Yaakov Baracha saying the name of Reb Zeira on yesterday's daf, ben madatani ginai da Ashkelon. Since in listing the borders of Eretz Yisrael, we said the gardens of Ashkelon are Eretz Yisrael. That tells us that Ashkelon is like outside Eretz Yisrael. Now that being the case, why at the end of yesterday's Gemara did we say that they sat down to decide that produce from Ashkelon is Pater from Iser? It's obvious it's Pater from Iser. According to this Sad that Ashkelon is outside Eretz Yisrael, there's no reason to say that it's Chayv in Meiser. However, the Gemara responds that no, because V'chitzur ain't an Leilach Lasham, isn't an for a Kayin to go to Tzur, which is north of Eretz Yisrael, because it's considered Eretz Ha'amim, and a Kayin's not allowed to make himself Tameh. However, V'akayin Hashem ain't is Chayv, when someone purchases produce from Tzur, isn't he Chayv in Maestris? Because it's considered Surya, and one is Chayv in Maestris there, and therefore, Deloitte's Barmemer of Hachakain, wouldn't it be logical to say the same thing over here? That even though Ashkelon might be considered outside of Eretz Yisrael, still we could say that it's Chayv in Maestris, just like Tzur is, and Lafikach, therefore, Nimnu that's why they had to join together and take this vote, trying to potter all produce from Ashkelon from Maestris. And the more continues with this, Memheon based on top of Simon Rabavo, Hava Yosvin, they were sitting together, and Omer who said, Hoksiv, it says in the Pasuk, Vayochet Yehudas Azves Gvula. The Yehuda conquered Azza and its borders. And we know that Azza is more south than Ashkelon is. And if Yehuda conquered it, that means that it's part of Eretz Yisrael. So how can you say that Ashkelon is not part of Eretz Yisrael? So Gemara says, Lacey Azza. It's not that Azza, meaning the Azza, which is more south than Ashkelon, is not the Azza that this Pasuk's talking about. This Pasuk is talking about an Azza further inland than Ashkelon is. So it still could be that Ashkelon is outside Eretz Yisrael. But they continued asking, this very same Pasuk says, as Ashkelon Veskavula, that Ashkelon itself and its borders were conquered. So that means that Ashkelon is Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara says, Lacey Ashkelon. It's not that Ashkelon. It's talking about a different Ashkelon. As Gemara Me'at, if that's so, meaning if that's the way you're explaining the Psukim, that really when the Pusuk says that this was conquered and that was conquered, it's talking about a different city, not the one that we think it is. Well, Ahen Nacham Lacey Nacham Does that mean when the Pusuk says that they conquered all the way until Nacham that this is not the Nacham that we know of, which is all the way in southwestern Eretz Yisrael? And that doesn't make sense. And we don't have an answer to this question. I think we're going to use Amr Bishub and Levi says, Ksivit says in the Pusuk, Vayyir 
and he dwelled in a good land. Now, what is this good land? Zususisa is referring to a place called Susisa. So why is it being called Taiv? That it's good. Because produce there is Pata from Meiser. And the reason why that's good is because that means a person is not going to run into issues of Tevel. Now, Ravimi asked on this, the proper Girsa is Mali Misenhain. Aren't they people that pay taxes? Meaning, even though the non Jews live there, these are non Jews that pay taxes to the Yidin, which in essence means that the Yidin conquered it, making it part of Eretz Yisrael, and they just simply allowed the Gaim to remain living there. I think Mar further explains this. Savar of Imi, Ravimi holds, Kamisha Nechbashu, it's as if it was conquered, even though it wasn't physically conquered by the sword. Damar Shmuel Renachman, Shmuel Renachman says, Shalish Parstigiz, Shilach Yeshuel, Eretz Yisrael, Ad Shaloi Yichantul Aretz, Yeshua sent three letters to the inhabitants of Eretz Yisrael before he brought everyone into Eretz Yisrael. And what were the contents of the three letters? Number one was Mishai Retz Leipanais, Yipane. Anyone that wants to leave Eretz Yisrael, meaning they want to leave peacefully, they should do so. Letter number two said, Lahashlim, Yashlim. If someone wants to make peace with B'nai Yisrael while remaining in Eretz Yisrael, they could do so as well. And the third letter said, If you want to wage war with us, so you're more than welcome to do so as well. And we see that all three of these were fulfilled. Girgashi, the people called her Girgashi, Pina, they left Eretz Yisrael, and they trusted in Hashem, meaning they knew that Hashem gave Eretz Yisrael to the Yidin, and that's why they left, Afriki, and they went to this place called Afriki, which possibly is Africa. Now we have to add in the following to the Girsal, Therefore, Hashem gave the Girgashi a very beautiful land, like the land they left, which is like Eretz Yisrael, and that's what it says in the Pasuk, until I come and take you to a land which is like your land, Zu Afriki, that's referring to Afriki. And this referring to what the king of Asher told the people of Eretz Yisrael, I'm going to take you away and bring you to a land that's like your land. And what's that? That's Afriki, which is where the Girgashi went. Now, Givainim, people called Givainim, Hishlimu, they made peace in Eretz Yisrael. As the Pasuk says, And there were 31 kings, they fought with Am Yisrael, and they fell. As we know from the beginning of Sefer Yeshua. Now, the Gemara goes back to talking about Ashkelon. Why were they geyser in that direction in Gardikai? Gardikai is the area near Gurah which is south of Ashkelon, and we're saying that Ashkelon is considered outside Eretz Yisrael, or at least there was a possibility that it was considered outside Eretz Yisrael. So for sure, south of it, which is this area called Gardikai, is considered outside Eretz Yisrael. So you should be geyser Thomas Eretz Amim in this area. Why weren't they geyser it? So if Simon answers, that's because its dwelling place is bad. It's not Kishmak to live there, and no one's going to live there, so there's no reason to be geyser Thomas Eretz Amim. Ask him Ad Heichan, up until where is this Gardikai area? So if Chanan answers, B'Shem Rav Shmuel Bar all the way until Nachamitzrayim, which, as we said previously, is the southwest mostern part of Eretz Yisrael. Ask Mar, how could that be? But right, Aza Novel Yafe. Aza, which is in between this area, it's in between this Gardikai and Nachamitzrayim, it's a very nice place to live, as that means they should be geyser, and that Aza has Thomas Eretz Amim. Gemara tells us, Pishbisha Amar Kumi Rabyesi, Pishbisha, who was the name of Talmud Chacham, sent in front of Rabyesi, Sheilasar of Acha Vishara. I asked Rav Acha, and he permitted Kaihanim to go there, meaning it's considered part of Eretz Yisrael, and therefore there's no need to make Gzeira that has Thomas Eretz Amim because it's not considered Chosla Eretz. We're going to stop here for the day. We'll pick up tomorrow continue to talk about places that Koyhanim are allowed to and not allowed to go because of Thomas Eretz Amim. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.